to talk with you today about pursuit of excellence. You know, everybody talks about it. I've been on this for a while. Brother, Pastor Danny has been talking about excellent, you know, excellent. And, and, and since it's resurrection week and you're going to see a bunch of little colored eggs. And, and so we're, we're going to talk about it. But um, uh, I was going to name it something else. I was going to name it um, an excellent pursuit. You know, but I, I want to talk to us about the pursuit of excellence. We've been on this thing because we really need to uh, have this in our heart. Let's look at uh, the book of um, Matthew 6.33. It says, but seek first the kingdom of God and righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. I want us to look at Philippians chapter 1. We're going to go through some scriptures today. And this I pray, that your love may abound still more and more in knowledge and all discernment, that you may approve the things that are excellent. Everybody say excellent. excellent. Look at the neighbor behind you say excellent. excellent. That you may approve the things that are Excellent, that you may be sincere and without offense till the day of, of Christ. Here's the Apostle Paul says that you may approve the things that are excellent. Did you know that you and I are supposed to put a stamp on excellent? You, we don't think about that. But you know that you and I, look at what he says, that you may approve. Anybody here is a teacher? Yes, okay, we got a couple in the room. Okay, anyone here have a job that you, put, you have to put your approval on it? Or are you here in quality control? Anybody here in quality control? Yes, yes, we have an auditor among us. Watch out. Right? Right? Uh, if you're a school teacher, uh, and, and we have several in our church here in the audience, or if you are a person that deals with quality control, or if, have anybody here ever ran a business, or has anybody ever here been over uh, anything that requires approval? Did you know that Apostle Paul says that you may Approve, approve the things that are excellent. I'm glad he didn't say approve things that are mediocre. Just average. Just okay. You know that as a pastor or as a leader in, uh, uh, that lead people in spiritual things, that did you know that I have to pursue God enough that he has to tell me to look at people's lives and say, oh, you're doing good. Oh, you're doing bad. Or you're not even doing. Did you know that I have people that I would text and remind them and say, Hey, how are you doing? Are you doing okay? We've been missing you. You know, a lot of times people think that it's because I'm, uh, 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 I'm just got nothing else to do. I've got a lot of things to do. But I do that is just to keep you on top of saying, Hey, whatever you're doing, God is still in the midst. There is somebody thinking about you. God is telling us to approve things that are excellent. Now let me ask you something. If you are approving things that are excellent, are you approving things that are excellent in your life? You know that when you come to church, it shouldn't just hear good things and uh, just having dessert. But, you know, the pastor should be able to step on your toes a little bit to make you a little bit uncomfortable so that you can further your life 
in excellence. Isn't church supposed to be more excellent? Aren't you supposed to be better than when you didn't go to church? I hope so. Yeah, man, you guys are tough today. Y'all wake. Lord, we ask you to bless your word. Help me to preach this word. Anoint our minds, our ears, our heart. That we can understand, hear, and receive. In Jesus' name, amen. Look at this in 2 Corinthians. The Apostle Paul writes again in verse, chapter 8, verse 7. But as you abound in everything, in faith, in speech, in knowledge, in all diligence, and in your love for us, see that you abound in this grace also. You know, that word abound there means to excel. He says that as you uh, excel in everything, in faith, in speech, in knowledge, in all diligence, and in your love for me or for us, see that you are bound in the grace also. And he was talking about giving, that we give also. First Thessalonians 4 and 1. Finally then, brethren, we request and exhort you in the Lord Jesus that as you receive from us instruction as to how you ought to walk and please God, just as you actually do walk, that you excel still more. You know, oftentimes my job as a pastor is to force people to excel when they don't want to excel. That to move forward, to be better than themselves. Because, you know, as you know, the world would call it motivational speaking. Where do you think they get that from? The church. Is the church was the original motivating people to be better than they were. We are, God's church was developing motivation for us to be more like him. So when we pursue excellence, we are actually pursuing to be more like him. Brothers and sisters, I would say it like this. What is the definition? You say, Lord, but how do you define, what is the difference between success and excellence? You ever thought about that? What is, when people say you're successful, and what is the dif difference between being successful or having success and having excellence? Oh, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> There's a man that wrote a book by the name of Brian Harbour. He says, and he, he titled it, Arising Above the Crowd. And now I'm going to give you this, what he wrote, and I thought it was excellent. He says, success mean, means being the best. We agree. Success means being the best, but excellent means being your best. See, everybody wants to have success, um, but excellence is being the best or being successful at you, who you are and how God made you. See, the problem with success is this. We are constantly comparing our success with someone else. And so that old saying, we are keeping up with the Joneses. And what you have to realize is you will never be able to keep up with the Joneses. Ah. Has, there was a movie out, and I forgot. I think the movie's name was calling uh, Keeping Up with the Joneses. And in the movie, this man and this woman were in a fake marriage. They were fake. And they had two children, a boy and a girl, and they were fake. They weren't even brothers and sisters. 
They were just actors that was hired by company to uh, uh, create this image of a perfect family. Right? And they would move into this beautiful home, and this woman is beautiful. This man is beautiful, but they were actors. All right? And, and they pretended to have the perfect marriage. And so their neighbors started looking at them. Wow. They look excellent. And did you know that they, they threw the, mo the best parties? And so when they came to the party, what they didn't know was this man, this woman, was being hired by corporations to what? To market their product. So they would throw the best birthday party, and all the product was created by this company. Right? And their kids say, oh, this is the best pizza ever. Where would you get the pizza? Oh, I bought it from... Right? And the next thing you know, this man would drive a brand new car every month. And next thing you know, he drove this brand new uh, uh, luxury racing car. Pull up and he said, man, and his neighbors started envying. Right? And what he didn't realize was it was all being compared. And so his neighbor started pursuing, and it ended up that his neighbor wanted everything that this guy had, who had a fake wife, a fake life, and fake kids. And he started getting into debt. And the tragedy of the story is, at the end of it, he had gotten his family in all this debt, and he ended up killing himself. See, brothers and sisters, to you and I, success is because we're trying to be better than someone else. But to be excellent is trying to be the best at what God has made you to be. Amen. See, when you pursue excellence, excellence is not looking at somebody else and say, I wish I was like them. Excellence is looking at God and say, I wish I was who you made me to be in your image. Oh, see, this is going to help you. Because oftentimes we think success is because you are, uh, you're looking at somebody, especially single folks. The, everywhere I go, I was in Arizona, all these single brothers were coming up to me, said, Pastor, I, can you pray for me? I said, what are you praying for? He said, I pray that I can find a wife. And I said, that's so funny because there was another couple that I was praying for. They were praying, they wish they were single. Because why? We think that success is because we keep looking with our eyes at someone else. See, success is saying, I'm the best, and you're not. But excellence saying, I am being my best of who God made me to be. You know what, brothers and sisters, I, I remember t uh, dealing with married couples, and I remember everybody has this formula of saying, what is a successful marriage, and how come this, or how come that? And I remember this person kept saying, well, a wife and a husband, they need to do this, do that. No, 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 no. Because when, whatever works for your marriage so that you can be successful with what God has given you, do that. Do you understand? As long as it's not against the Bible, do it. Because what God has given you, God didn't give me. And the wife that God gave you, he didn't give to me. Although we have the same understanding of marriage, but what really works for you? You see, oftentimes, this is what happens. A wife would come and he, she'd look and she'd hear a preacher or see some other men in the church. And he said, man, I wish my husband was like him.
And you take a guy that is a great plumber or a great electrician or a great auto uh, uh, technician, whatever, and say, I wish you were more like him. And they would keep comparing their husband to that other person. And what they didn't realize is that's not excellence. Excellence is saying, I want to be the best that God gave me and who he made me to be. And when you are at your best, it doesn't matter. People will see and approve of your excellence. Have you ever noticed that, though? When you see somebody really pursue at being the very best that God made them, you just say, wow, that's amazing. They, they're really good at that. It's not saying that someone else is bad. But saying, man, they are really good at that. See, success to many means, like Brian Harbour said, being better than any, everyone else. But excellence means being better tomorrow than you were yesterday. Yes. See, if you and I want to pursue excellence, we have to pursue at being better today than we were yesterday. And that everything that God has given you and me, are you being more excellent? You know, uh, it's funny, uh, a couple of months ago, I came back and I was speaking about this, uh, thinking about this uh, 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 series, and I was really convicted in some things. And one of the things is I, my heart has always been saying, wait, how can I preach about excellence when there's certain areas in my life that is not to the excellence that the best that I can be? Right? And so I, may, I told my wife, I said, honey, this is something I'm going to do. I'm going to start changing my diet. I'm just going to start changing my diet and going to live better and do better uh, uh, and pursue better. And she said, honey, uh, but what are you doing? I said, because I cannot teach people to be spiritually excellent. Uh, and that's great. In the church, we've got it down. But then in their physical body and in their physical life, they're not being their best. And so guess what? I, I went to, uh, I've got a brother-in-law and a sister-in-law that are into, uh, they understand nutrition. So I started taking notes and said, honey, and she said, honey, can we? Yes, we're going to pursue it because I feel convicted about it. See, it's great to be a spiritual giant, but in your physical body, you have to be better. You know, I go to a cardiologist, and, and he's a born-again believer. He's a, a, a Chinese doctor, and uh, uh, and. And he's 60 years old. And he, he, he said, I, I want you to see my blood pressure. He sticks himself, he puts himself on the blood pressure machine. He's 60 years old. His blood pressure was 107 over 70. I was like, I almost had a heart attack. And I said, Dr. Fang, how in the world do you do that? You've got a heart pressure of a 20-year-old kid. And he goes, you know what I do? I exercise rigorously almost every day, but at least three times a week. And I make sure that I get good quality sleep. He goes, he said, Pastor, when I look at you, I can tell your mind never rests. He said, even when you're sleeping, you're thinking. I said, yeah, how do you know? 
He said, see, to, and I thought to myself, for us to have an excellent life that God wants us to have, he said, because I come to give you life and life more abundant, that means that he wants us to have abundant health, abundant love, abundant joy, that everything in our life, we are pursuing excellence because we are the best at what we were created to be. And we can't be excellent if we're always comparing ourselves to other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love, and I'm going to leave you with this quote by Brian Harbour. Excellent means matching your practice with your potential. Oh, my goodness. Let me ask you a question. Are you at your very best at everything that God has given you? Am I at the, my very best? I know, Lord, I can preach a lot better. I can learn and teach a lot better. You know, it's funny, I, uh, some of you have known, and uh, not all of you, some of you brothers know that I went back uh, uh, to take college courses. And my wife, I remember, Lou said, honey, what are you doing this for? You know, and my kids said, Daddy, you've been through it. You, you've gone through college. What are you doing it for? I said, because I want to push myself to be better. Not because it will cause it. Brother and sister, don't lose heart. I'm not leaving the ministry to pursue a corporate. No, no. And it's funny. The professor that I had got on the phone and said, uh, why are you doing this? I said, it won't change my career. I'm not making a change in my career. He said, but I just want to pursue because I want to be a better manager. I want to be a better leader. And so I've got to learn some things. And isn't that the pursuit of true greatness in God, is to be better? You know what? I, I started looking at my body, and, and many of you said, Pastor, you don't, you know, no, but uh, I went, and I, I want to exercise more. I want to be healthy, so for my kids and for my wife, yeah. And you know what? And, and gain some mass. And they told me, I said, Pastor, you've got to eat six times a day, and you've got to drink two of these shakes. I'm like, man, you've got to consume almost over 3,000 calories a day. And I'm talking about, he go, and you know what? One of them says, Pastor, I have to tell you, my brother-in-law says, I have to tell you, you've got to cut out fasting. You've got to fast something else, but you can't fast food. And I thought to myself, oh, my goodness, pursuit of excellence is not easy. He said, I could tell you, my brother-in-law said, I could tell you to drop weight is easy, but to put on weight like you is going to be hard. But I want to do, because why? I want to be more excellent for God and also for you. Did you know that? I study not because for my big head or get bigger knowledge or more, but I want to say, God, I want to use my potential so that I can be a blessing to the people in the church. Yes. Because, brother and sister, the reason why God has you alive today is because you have potential in you, and when you are at your best, it will become a blessing to people. You know, my, my elder sister, many of you have benefited. She is a great cook, and she is a great cook. Like, you know, she benefited because when she's at her best and she's cooking excellent food, she blesses everybody around the world. Those Malaysians were loving her food. And you know what? But when she's always experimenting. Oh, brother, try this. Brother, I say, okay, just call me. I'll come try. I, I have excellence in eating. Don't worry. You have excellence. See, brothers and sisters, stop trying to be successful. Try to be excellent. Amen. 
Because when you're successful, you're always going to look at somebody else better than you. But when you're excellent, said, you know what? I am the best. I am living my best to my potential that God created me to be. Oh, isn't that beautiful? See, it's no longer about looking at other people. It's looking at Jesus and saying, God, am I being the best that I can be the way you made me? And what I realize is this, brothers and sisters, to be committed, to be excellent, it requires pain. Oh. You know, nothing in life that is excellent or success that you think is beautiful doesn't cause pain. Think about it for a minute. You know, you see, you know, a uh, uh, good thing that we had late service today. I, I saw uh, uh, Tiger Woods win his fifth master's jacket today. He has it. The last one he won was in 2005. He is the second oldest man to ever win it at 43 years old. And what a, you know what people would recognize about him is, is they thought he would never win another one because he's had injuries. He's gone through life changes. Back hurts. They had to do surgery. He's missed something. And you know what? He, it wasn't about beating everybody else. It was about saying that he had the potential and he was at his best for what God created him to do. See, I challenge you, brothers and sisters, that these next coming weeks, this next coming year, challenge yourself. Say, Lord, am I being the most excellent person that I can be that you have given me? Is my talent in writing? Is my talent in being a salesperson? Is my talent in music? Is my talent in creativity? Is my talent in loving other people? Is my talent cooking? Is my talent hospitality? Is my talent that you've given me and the skills, am I at my best? Because when you are, you become a blessing, no doubt. Amen, yes. But when you compare you become envious and you be look for ways to destroy someone else. Think about it for a minute. You begin to look at ways and say, ooh, I hate that person. Instead of enjoying their potential and excellence, you begin to look for ways to break them down. See, I love what the Apostle Paul says, that you may approve the things that are excellent. Ask yourself this, are there things in your life that you can approve that say, man, I'm, I'm pretty good at that? You know, a lot of people say, man, Pastor, that's kind of arrogant. Not really. Because if God has given you that, then be the best that you can be. I'll leave you a story about an a NFL coach. Right? I got stories for you. And these two guys were, he was the coach of two great players. And they came in from playing a game. And they're exhausted. They're still, they still got their helmet on. And they're exhausted. They still have their uniform, the football pads. And they were both just bowed down, sitting on the chair. And they were just down. And they've given their best. And one of the players asked the other player, says, hey, man, did you know what the score was? <laughs> what? You know what that tells you? That the only thing they pursued was not about the score, but it was saying, am I giving my best that moment? Wow. Brothers and sisters, what are we doing with what God has given us? 
What are we doing that helps us? What are we doing that is giving God glory that when people look at us and say, man, that dude, that gal is excellent. See, excellent is easy when everything is going well. You know, oftentimes people laugh and things like that. You know, I want to tell you, I have spoken in front of literally thousands of people at one time, thousands. And I have spoken in front of five. And I was, I remember this many years ago, this person who had seen me speak in front of hundreds, if not thousands of people. And they came to this small meeting and I was there, there may be five people. And, and you know what they said to me? He said, Pastor, I said, what? He goes, you're the same. I said, about what? He said, I've seen you speak in big conferences and, I, and here I come and I, I see you speak this small. It's nothing to you. And he says, but you preach the same, just as hard. And I said, you know why? It's because you're not supposed to be just as your best when there's a lot of people looking. You're supposed to be at your best when no one's looking. See, that's when you know that God, it's not that everybody else is looking, but it's because you're looking. See, we want, does anybody here want God to give you second best? Oh, Pastor, just, oh, I, I wish I had a second best wife. <laughs> Your brother, Pastor Danny, did you ask the Lord that when you married Lon? Lord, I hope she's just second best. No, you wanted the best, and she got, he got the best. But that's how we have to look at life. Do we want the second best life? No, we want the best life. We want the most excellent life that God gives us. And so if we do that, remind yourself that, God, I have potential in you. What can I do to excel that? Help me. I want to leave you with Luke. In Luke chapter 12, verse 22, and it's not even on the board, but I think you should read it. Therefore, I say to you, take no thought for your life what you shall eat, neither for the body what you shall put on. The life is more than meat, and the body is more than clothes. You know what he was saying? It's not saying that you should worry. I'm not saying that you shouldn't care about your future. He's not saying that. But he, what he, uh, Jesus was saying there is in that day, Stop looking for the outward, but begin to look inward in your mind and say, how can I be my best today? Isn't that wonderful? He said, don't be just mindful of the meat and the raiment, because we're always worried about how people look at us. That's why we have to put on nice clothes, and I, I believe in having nice clothes. But he was saying, don't worry about that so much. What you should worry about is the excellence or the pursuit of excellence that I put in you to be your best. See, when you are excellent and I am excellent, it's not about looking at other people if they're excellent or not. It's about saying, God, how can I be my best right now? It's matching your practice with your potential. Wow. You know, Jesus matched his practice with his potential. Man, think about it. He lived 33 and a half years. Right? He prepared for ministry for 30 years. 
And in three and a half years of ministry, he just messed up the world. I mean, people are willing to die for him. Over a man that was a carpenter. Over a man that did so many things. Nobody talked like him. Nobody spoke like him. Nobody loved like him. While other people were shunning people, he ran to them. While other people wouldn't eat with them, he ate with them. While other people would talk about them, he loved them. Brothers and sisters, do you have a potential? Do you have excellent to love people better? You know, I made it, Pastor Danny, I made it my point this year to be excellent in my love towards my wife. I mean, she, she's not here. She can't hear that. She didn't know that. But after going on 21 years, I'm trying to relearn and reteach myself how to fall in love with my wife again. In a different way. Yeah, we got three kids. But you know, every day I'm trying to say, Lord, help me so I could fall my, in love with my wife better. Not because I want you to say, wow, pastor, no. Because what I do, you guys can't see it because you aren't with me 24 hours a day. And thank God. <laughs> I think I'd get on your nerve. But you know what? After 21 years, we want to coast. But what I recognize is, how can we learn to love better? You know, after all these few years that I've been pastoring, did you know that I'm trying to do things so that I can be more excellent, the best that I can be, so that I can become a blessing to you? Are we doing things the same old way? Let me ask you a question like this. Are you just going to church the same old way? Or you're not going at all because you're like, well, God isn't on my side. But what I want to ask you is this. Are you pursuing excellence that you can be the best and practicing the best that you have because God has given you potential to be more? Oh, my goodness. You know, I'm not, I'm not trying to be these mega churches. It's cool. But I can't compare to great pastor Joel Osteen. I mean, I don't even try because every time I listen to him, I go back and say, gosh, I got to preach better. He's good. You know, I'm not jealous. I said, God, I don't know, but you've graced him and he's done his best for who he is and he's blessed a lot of people. I'm not trying to do that. I'm trying to say, God, when I look at the word and I look at you, I want to be the best that I can be that you made me to be. And see, when you pursue excellence, it's about pursuing God for yourself. It's about seeking after Him. It's about doing and living the way He wants to live. And this is what it says in Matthew 6, 33, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. Brothers and sisters, the very first thing if you want to pursue excellence is seek first God and his kingdom. Seek first the kingdom of God. Then he will help you to be the best that you can be. Don't just lay down. Don't just say, ah, I'm tired. 
you could walk away. But then what happened? Let us stand. Heavenly Father, this afternoon as we learn, Lord, we want to pursue excellence, not because we want to compare ourselves like other people to other people, but we want to match our actions to our potential. Help us to be more like you. Help us, God, to be all that we can be. Guide us. Help us. Lead us. This afternoon, if you want to spend a few minutes with the altar, please do so. The altar is open. Come to the altar. Say a prayer. Speak with the Lord. As they sing this song, and I'll come back and close. God bless you.